I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. fucking Mark Twain shit, because it's definitely getting chisel on your tombstone. And thank you for listening to Who Will Survive Horror Podcast. This is episode 28, and with me, as always, is my evergreen old boy, also known as Marco. Yes! Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> what's going on? I'm good, I'm good. You? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. You know, it's been a long time since we were at Evergreen Elementary School, but uh, yes, yes. I forgot the words to uh, the song at this point. <laughs> you can't tell, but I am, I'm, I'm, this is, I'm forcing a smile to my face because I've been very depressed. <laughs> because of these movies we're about to go into, but but you're here and we have guests and it's gonna be good. It's gonna be sure, all good. sure. So uh, for the first time ever on the show, we have a double guest. Yeah, uh, we've never actually had two people from the same podcast with us before. No, and this is a true crossover. Yes. So the uh, the two guys are from a podcast known as Sick on Cinema, and with me first, let me introduce the man who has no sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. It is Mr. Matthew Roberts. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Welcome. Thanks for uh, having us on. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you really have sympathy for Mr. Vengeance? He's kind of a dick. Yeah. He is kind of a dick. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) And his co-host, some have say that his beauty is is quite stunning, and people are turning their heads everywhere to notice Lady Vengeance, a.k.a. John Coffey. I am so stoked that you gave me Lady Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried right. that he was going to give me the lady since our picks. Oh. I'm always either the lady or something, but uh, yeah, it was good. It's fitting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I knew that it was your favorite, so yep. that's <laughs> why I, uh, I, I wanted to give you that one. And uh, so, the, the, as, as I sort of half-ass reference here, we are doing the Trilogy of Vengeance, which is uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Old Boy, and I, I guess in some places it's called Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, in some places just right. Lady Vengeance. So whichever version you know it as, it's that one. Great. Right. Uh, yes. And this was actually picked by you guys, sort of, from, well, you gave me some, some ideas. And it was a group I, effort, I would say. I, I chose yeah. this from that. Uh, 
What is uh, is your history with this set of movies? Uh, well, I I love old, old Boy, and I'd only seen Old Boy, so I think sure. John is the one to answer that question directly. <laughs> yeah, and, and you had seen all three of these, John? I had, yes. Uh, I discovered, I don't know if anyone's ever seen the Bravo 100 Scariest One Movie Moments of All Time. It was a I, show that came on years ago. No, I, I know of it, but I, I haven't seen it. Right. I'm pretty sure Old Boy was on that, and I sought it out because of that. And after that, I, Park Chan Wook was just like, I was like, this guy's amazing. So I started yeah. kind of sinking his films out. Sure, sure. as many as I could. Yeah, and now, um, the, the, when I had talked to you guys about coming on with, from your podcast, you cover a lot of the kind of extreme movies or, or more intense movies or kind of the darker side, I guess, of, of uh, cinema, right? So, yep. <laughs> um, and these were ones that had been on your list that you were going to maybe eventually do on your show at some time. Oh, yeah, uh, what's, absolutely. What's the, um, with with your podcast, what is kind of the, uh, the idea behind that of, of wanting to cover these type of movies and and obviously i mean these movies are pretty fucked up but i know you've covered some stuff that's way more fucked up than this so yeah oh yeah <laughs> well it kind of came down to like i went through during the heyday of horror reviews on youtube there was a big community of people that reviewed disturbing films and i was a part of that mm-hmm. and then later down the road matt who's 10 years younger than me and my nephew he started getting into extreme films as well and it just yes. seemed like oh this is a cool ideal like nobody really covers this kind of stuff so let's right. do something that separates us from the curve but then we kind of start adding other films as well like just weird bizarre stuff like shot on video movies and things like that as well sure sure a lot of what we do is movies that don't get as much recognition as they probably should as well sure yeah yeah well i, I know that could definitely be a thing where some stuff can be made of a really high caliber but it doesn't get propped up as much as other things because of the nature of the content of it Right. Yeah. Uh, like, like, for a, example, um, I've, I've never seen it, but um, a Serbian film is one that oof. I always hear is <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> incredibly fucked up, but it's also, like, on a technical level, it's it's a fantastic movie. It's just right. yeah. the stuff that's yeah. being Shockingly shot well <laughs> is, is really <laughs> fucked up, so. Yeah, I, I don't uh, I don't seek those kind of movies myself. That's not my personal taste. Right. Uh, you know, just because I, that's stuff that, you know, you can actually, like, turn on the news and almost have the same experience sometimes so mm. <laughs> true, you know what but... i mean uh but you know but i but i do appreciate them you know for what they are because a lot of them have you know, some sort of life lesson or some sort of uh you know coming out of the ashes to be a hero kind of deal like uh um i know paul and i did uh some japanese horror movies that have almost the same theme as these ones that we did the vengeance trilogy that we did that mm. uh it's like you know a, a rape victim that's extremely, you know, abused and, you know, comes out and becomes like this anti-hero vigilante kind of st- right. thing. So you have to go through the, the shit to emerge from it. I get that part, part but sure, sure. a lot of it, you know, like I said, I, I, that to me, that's not something I seek out personally because it's just like, oh, it's just like way too real. <laughs> sure. I, I think for myself, um, like there came up, like I love horror. But it came to a point where horror doesn't scare me anymore. I'm desensitized to it. And I think my seeking out of extreme films initially came from wanting to find something to kind of give me that visceral reaction again. Right. Mm. So, like, to be shocked instead of of afraid. And, you know, 
it's kind of got to form a little desensitized to that too, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it's, uh, it's just something that is all a personal taste too, because sure. some people like really artistic, slow, colorful type movies mm-hmm. that I don't particularly care for, or some people like, you know, whatever. Uh, super uh, high budget action movies that maybe you know Marco doesn't like or you know what I mean so it's it's all personal taste and that's why it's nice that there are all these kind of subsets of everything and like Absolutely. you said you're just a horror fan it's not like all you do is just sit around watching mutilation rape <laughs> fucking yeah. messy ass shit whatever yeah it's just on a loop bro 97 hours a week yeah, I yeah. don't live on my week. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god but um, that'd be. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no no, it's. I just. Th- I was just gonna say. I think it's. Uh, it's a an interesting thing to try and cover. And what is is, you know, there's all these different levels of extreme. Like these movies, yeah. Yeah. by sort of comparison to other stuff, is not really oh, that extreme. Mild. Exactly. Yes. So. Like I, I, like I joke about how depressed, but I'm not really. You know, just that. Well, yeah. There's you... subject matters that are just like, God damn, you know. But yeah. I understand yeah. why they're in the film. Well, yeah, and I think this is extreme on more of the emotional level. Yes. Where some of the other stuff is more, maybe more extreme on a visceral level that you guys oh, cover. Yeah. But there's not really yeah. that much emotion attached to it. It's just like, oh, oh here's yeah. <laughs> here's some dumb fuck that no one cares about that's just going to get slaughtered and cut into right. pieces or whatever. So, right. Yeah. You know, and that shit's awesome, too, so... <laughs> I think we, we like we like that stuff when it's framed more with a, a comedy sense. So right. we like extreme <laughs> horror comedy. Yeah, which honestly, you know, the, the, I find that we've done the show for a while now, mm-hmm. that the more emotional stuff is what hits me harder than oh, yeah, just yeah. the really graphic, vile stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah, because it, it, it feels like in these movies, obviously the cultures are very different and everything, and, and their life experiences are much different than us, but everyone can kind of feel some sort of, uh, you know, relation to just a real person or, you know, everyone knows someone that has a kid or someone that went through some kind of fucked up shit like this, so. Mm-hmm. It's, yep. That's that's the stuff that really does get to you, I think. And yeah. They just throw yeah. the, the violence in there for fun. Yeah, a movie like this, like Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, or like a movie we did like Threads. Oh, God. About, about like the, <laughs> a nuclear bomb or Come and See, which is about a, a kid is surviving World War Two. That stuff is way more hard to get through for me nowadays than like a Serbian film. Yeah. Those yeah. two movies fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that's not uh that's not a fun one, threads. Right. No. It's, <laughs> it's I, rough. <laughs> I, I have avoided that one too, just because I I heard that it's pretty shitty. Everybody to watch it. Yeah. Especially right now. Now's a great time to watch it. Uh, <laughs> or the right. worst time to watch it, however you want to take that. Alright. Right. I'll watch it with my kid tomorrow. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh god. He's like time. he's like almost 13. I mean, it was a TV movie. That's the crazy thing. It's time yeah. to learn about how fucked up things can be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's seen some bad shit, but I don't want to I don't want to break him. <laughs> Not yet at least. Nice. Yeah. This is how uh, bad the world is. <laughs> so, you guys have been doing the show for a little while. How long ago did you start this and how did you guys kind of connect to to do this well um i think our first episode i looked it up because i wanted to be sure was march of 2017 okay was our first episode me and matt matt's my nephew right and uh we actually used to review movies on youtube together when he was like 13 years old 
okay. I would introduce him to like Texas Chainsaw for the first time and be like, hey, let's watch it and review it. So like, this is just kind of a continuation of that, I guess right. you could say. <laughs> okay. No, that's cool. And how how many episodes have you done roughly? If you, I know you haven't really numbered oh. them, but. Oh my God, I don't even know. <laughs> oh God. Um. Sorry, um, the tough uh, question. I guess that's the problem with not numbering them, right? That's the thing. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Is it every month or Bi twice a month or? Okay. Gotcha. Bi but we're we've had some bad uh, times of inconsistency, so. Oh sure. Sure. It's oh, not yeah. a great way to like gauge how long we're Yeah, yeah. Well, and and for anyone that's listening now that might think like oh you guys you know they don't sound very good is this what their podcast sounds like and unfortunately uh what what had happened i'll explain to the listeners is that you guys had some technical difficulties with your equipment and instead of canceling the show which we had already sort of planned and scheduled in advance and obviously yeah. it's tough to get people in all these different time zones on the phone for two to three hours at a time so we're like well let's not cancel it we'll just try and make the best of it and do what we can but you guys are working on getting some new equipment in order and getting your kind of normal sound back up so yep that's a that's this the goal is, of now that's the big yeah. goal for us in 2019 yeah well so we're, we're uh, improvising here 2019 is the we're, we're rising from the ashes hopefully <laughs> <laughs> sure sure <laughs> hopefully not by 2020s when we'll be back <laughs> <laughs> you got a computer what's a computer yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's tough. I mean, obviously, no one's no one's getting paid for this at this level, so it's all our own money going to this. Like, if my coffee spills and wrecks my computer, then we're going to be fucked for a little while too. So, yep. So, so it's just the way it is. Yeah. It's easy to plan for when it happens. Oh, yeah. not in advance. <laughs> right. So, in in the meantime, we are glad to have you on here to just kind of keep yes. keep the talk going and and kind of. Uh, just kind of further our relationship with you guys because I know a while back we just kind of started talking on Instagram and then through Facebook Messenger we've been chatting for a while and, and it's always nice to kind of take it to the actually having someone on the show level to get to interact with you a little better. Yeah, I mean, we, we greatly appreciate it. It's, uh, you know, this is, as a podcast, this is the first time we've gotten to be guests on the show, so it's, uh, it's cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, because normally you guys do it in person together, yep. obviously, you yep. live in the same proximity and, and are able to do that, unlike Marco and I live on the opposite ends of the country, so we don't have that literally. luxury. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Literally. <laughs> uh, all right, well, so we are going to get into these movies here. Uh, I think we can get started with our first one, which I'm just kind of getting my shit in order here. All right, so our first movie is going to be Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance from 2002. And we always like to read the IMDb synopsis to kind of get us started. And if there's anything wrong, then we point that out, obviously. Right. Uh, okay, so a recently laid off factory worker kidnaps his former boss's friend's daughter, hoping to use the ransom money to pay for his sister's kidney transplant. Yeah. Uh, was it his boss's friend's daughter, or was it the boss? Oh, it was definitely his boss, yeah. 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 Boss. yeah. yeah. And, it, like, this movie sets it up where there's good kidnappings and there's bad kidnappings. Yes. Because yeah, yeah. a good Which kidnapping actually, can actually bring a family together. You know? Yeah, which they talk about later on in another movie, too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That same line comes up in the in the third movie of this uh, trilogy. It's not a uh, 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 chronological trilogy, but it's set no. as a theme trilogy that we we're talking about so this is the first one of three 
that we're doing. Sure, but sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just thought that was kind of interesting, the whole, whole good kidnapping, bad kidnapping thing. And like, it, it it's actually true. You know, it's actually could be a, a true psychological thing. Well, right. right. And, and there's there's definitely a heavy theme in this movie of, and that's, I was going to ask if, if John knew any more about this, but I, I didn't get to do any sort of research on this, but it seemed like each one of the movies kind of took on a little bit of a tone of like the different sort of social issues mm-hmm. in yeah. the country and, yeah. and all through kind of the same framing device of like there's a lot of shared dna in this like kidnappings or somebody screwing somebody over or like right. and obviously they're all vengeance movies but there's there's definitely like very identical dna from some of these movies right. that are like is he ripping his own movie off like what the fuck is happening here <laughs> but they're all right. done with these different framing devices of different social issues so this one was very framed around like the economic situation of the country there was a lot of like anti-capitalism stuff or, or anti-communism stuff and and uh, keeping American products out and whatever. And these like there was a terrorist group that was against this and yeah. it was it's a big South theme. Korea. And then obviously these are all poor people that are like, oh, we could just it's not really a problem if we steal money from the rich people. Like who gives a fuck? They're rich, you know, right. and that's how they sort of justify it. So, well, the interesting thing to me is like Sympathy and Lady in particular are Park Chan Wook movies but old boy is actually based on a manga okay so it's almost it's almost in a way like accidental that it kind of fits into that so well right right yeah, because yeah. it i'm sure he put his own spin on it as well but it's it, it had it previously had a subject you right. know and a source material yeah 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 that is interesting uh so just to warn anybody we will end up spoiling everything that happens in these movies so if you haven't seen them and you want to be surprised by them i mean they're they're pretty old by now so they're all available on shutter if you want to go watch them and then get super bummed out and then come back yeah, right. the show. yeah. you will so, be bummed out watch yeah. all three in a row yes yes in a row <laughs> oh, yeah take take like a monday off of work and just stay home and yeah. watch them <laughs> it will be fun i promise uh but so this this one they have this thing where they're trying to justify this kidnapping for our our main character who's who's also deaf and mute and that throws a lot of interesting wrinkles on it but they kidnap this girl who then the girl ends up accidentally dying because the guy is deaf and mute which triggers the father to go fucking nuts and then start torturing people to get to the guy that kidnapped his daughter and kill him so it's, it's a whole lot of people getting killed that everyone feels terrible about when it's happening. So Yeah. This like I think the word that best describes Symphony Mr. Majors is it's a damn tragedy. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. one's probably the biggest bummer of all three of them. It's just like like nobody makes it out of this one alive yeah. or well. You feel for everybody and you understand everybody's motivations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a way, so, you do have sympathy for them. Unlike yeah. Matt. Matt doesn't have sympathy <laughs> yeah. at all. I have no sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. <laughs> it's even like, and the way Park Chan-wook executes these things so brilliantly, like there's even the moment where uh, he kills the guy who stole their money in his kidney, and mm-hmm. like he turns around and he's like, Mom? And even then I'm like, damn, uh, I kind of feel bad for that guy. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, even the heart, the organ harvester gang, or yeah. with the mom and two sons, it, like the most vile thing that they are. They're just horrible people. I mean, they're they're you know, one guy is screwing a dead body next to his mom Ugh. shooting up heroin, but then they have that mother daughter, uh, that that son mother moment when he's getting yep. killed. 
Yeah. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah, it's I know. like. <laughs> I know. I, I can't know. even feel good about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to see them die, too, by the way. Yeah. You know, those, that that whole setup, because they were just like, oh, what scum, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So was... in this movie, you do get those applaud moments. Like, yes, the bad guys are getting theirs, too. But, yeah, you're right. I like, know. Tragic, because the little girl dying because of she drowned because she you know the the deaf guy couldn't hear her drowned and and you yeah, feel oh. for that you know and then you know you understand why the dad's going you know out of his way and uh, working you know with the police guy uh bribe because he's rich he can bribe his way through all the stuff and mm-hmm. it, yeah you're just like damn man you, you're just in a fucked up situation right now yeah right right well and the whole thing was because the guy had lost his job and he had blown the money with these organ harvesters so then right. they, they had no they choice yeah. but to try and get this this ransom money to save his sister who needed a mm-hmm. kidney transplant i mean talk about a fucking bad luck family like he's deaf she's got bad right. kidneys like they're not even the same blood type what the fuck yeah right <laughs> some yeah. bullshit <laughs> right? yeah i didn't think about that that's weird <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like you life know, was Life was like, it's just a prank, man. Just a prank. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, at least the deaf guy had a pretty hot girlfriend, so. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is true. Yeah, she yeah. was pretty kinky and shit, so. And then to top it all off with the, with the little girl dying and the guy losing, you know, everything else, the, the sister who he's trying to save up for the organ, the kidney, uh, uh, commits suicide because he finds she finds out that Right, she finds out about the kidnapping, the kid. yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'd rather die than have you be a thief, you know, this kind of a person, and that sets him off into another little, you know, tidbit. Oh, it was just like one thing after another, right. one flow after another. The movie's really good at, like, giving you these ebbs and flows. Yeah. Where it's yeah, like, yeah. he so. tells her that he's going to give her a kidney. He ain't got the same blood type. He finds organs. They rip him off. You yeah, know, yeah. they pulled off this kidnapping. She kills herself. And it's like, God dang. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the dad just, he goes completely off the deep end and is, is after, um, I forget the, what's the main guy's name, is Ryu? Ryu, yeah. And, yeah. and he's, just, he's just on a total vengeance tear and then tears through Ryu's girlfriend in a pretty fucked up way. Yeah. With the... Uh. The car battery on her ears. Oh god! Yeah. Like, oh my god! The person I feel the most bad for is the guy that was delivering those damn dumplings. I know. <laughs> he did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't deserve that. He didn't even get a good tip or anything. No, he's gonna no. kick Yeah. <laughs> I know he was I all mad because they just ordered one thing. Yeah. And then he got big. I don't know if it's a cultural difference or what it is, but like. With Korean revenge films in particular, like if you've ever seen I Saw the Devil as well, yes, there's a way more of a human nature to them, and it's not like, oh, I'm the good guy, you're the bad guy, hoorah. Mm-hmm. It's way more complicated, because like we're talking about with yeah. the guy in the scene where he's, you know, he, talks, he calls out for his mom, it makes him so human. Right. right. And that's what makes the, this movie in particular, just, like to me, just so brilliant. It's just that everybody is just human, and yeah. human error causes all this <laughs> well, and it, nobody shows grief yeah. like Korean people. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, any any movie where there's grieving people in a Korean movie, they're just like so over the top with their right. grief, yeah. and that's that's how they really are. It's not like they're making fun of them. Like, if, if you've ever seen The Host, that's like my favorite Korean grieving scene of all time. Right. When they're they're like fighting and falling all over each other crying and they're beating yeah. the shit out of each other at the same time <laughs> it's like oh that's funny oh that's sad oh that's funny yeah. it's sad like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is crazy in that movie 
The story of this movie is like falling down the stairs. It's just one bad thing after the next. Yeah, right. I know it. It is. And it's got so many like gut punch moments into like the one that I think of that really hit me the hardest is when uh, you know, spoiler, the dad gets his revenge on Ryu. And uh, he's like, I know you're not a bad person. Yes. Right. I was like, damn, that is that's gut wrenching stuff. Yeah. That's just tragic. Yeah, I think he, he said, he said, I know you're not a bad person, but, but, so you know that that's why I have to kill you or something. Yeah, he's like, it's like basically you, you would do the same thing if it was yeah. you. Yeah, he's like, yep. you're gonna, you understand why I have to do this, because, you know, you pretty much ruined everything, but I know you're good at heart, just things got fucked up, and, dude, you end up chopping him into pieces. <laughs> yeah. <know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly thought, like, okay, I'm, I've, this is my first watch on this movie and uh i honestly thought you know i didn't know how these movies went i'm like oh he's gonna let him go because you know that's in american cinema that's what usually happens they let him go and there's a little bit of a reconciliation or redemption kind of you know thing to it but no this plays out like how real life would play out like when you read like you know murder mysteries or cold case files it's like this is what actually plays out in real life and i think that's what paul you're alluding to like you Mm -hmm. know like the korean cinema or this director, and it has a real ear to the ground on real human emotions and real life situations. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's not, it's not fiction in their world, like you were saying. You know, revenge ain't simple. It's right. like, no. shoot the gun, done. You know, there's right. more to it than that, and that's that's why these films work so well because it's not right. easy. Right. Right. Well, yeah, and this this one, especially above all else, you really see that because it's like like literally nobody makes it out of everyone gets some sort of revenge mm-hmm. or some some sort of satisfaction, and then they fucking end up dying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Like, Ryu gets his revenge on the organ donor people, and then eventually he ends up dying. And then yeah. uh, President Park, I, f- I forget his first name, but he was President Park. Everyone kept calling right. him. He gets his revenge, and then the terrorists come and kill him at the end. Right. So <laughs> everybody gets theirs exactly. And nobody's so, a bad person. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You Except for the for. only only the the guy that had the weird like cerebral palsy thing. He's the only one that wasn't a bad guy. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> that guy. He he looked like he got tased and then just never like became untasered. Untasered. <laughs> but I love how he. he when he was burying his sister and he, came he started, and started throwing the rocks away rocks. <laughs> that was so funny i love too that he like he swims out to the little girl and like he's gonna try to save her so yeah he's gonna take the damn necklace <laughs> okay well, i guess he's not that good yeah. <laughs> he's an asshole too first watched the movie i don't know about you guys but when he showed up i was expecting some really bad things to happen with him i did yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i was glad it didn't go there yes thank you for saying because that's what i did i was like well he's you know ryu's got his back turned and the girls can't hear yeah he can't hear he's just you know because we've seen asian horror films and we know how these things go and uh I was like, oh, here we go. I don't know how am I going to have to fast forward this or what am I going to do? I know. I bet she's I not even going to get candy or anything. <laughs> I was waiting for the FBI to knock on my door any minute. Yep. He starts sweating a little bit like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, no but I did watch this movie. Uh, it might be still in my cash file. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know, and I, I didn't. I definitely didn't want that to happen because I already liked yeah. him for the whole trying to throw the rocks away thing. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like, "Come on, you just won me over, and now you're gonna yeah, do this." Oh, okay, heart. good. He's just stealing the necklace. That's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was. He was like the comic relief of the movie. He was. Yeah. The, the small comic relief. He was it. Because then, didn't he? He ended up pointing out the license plate or something. Somehow, he he was able to connect something. Because yeah. there was a line where they referenced, like, oh, he might be, you know, he's, I can't remember what they said. There might be something, but he's not stupid. Yeah, he's disabled, not uh Not stupid, I think they said. Yeah. 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 He's crazy, not stupid. I don't know. Sometimes the subtitles are a little wonky, so. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to keep up sometimes. They talk really fast. Yeah. that's. I, I definitely had to watch these ones twice just because of the yeah. subtitles. And because I wanted to get super happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing makes a day better than super <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. God. Uh, it sticks to your bones. That's one thing I don't know thing about it. Like, you don't watch it and just walk away from it. You think about it for a while afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for yeah, sure. We for always sure. joke, uh, Paul and I always joke sometimes if we watch a movie that's a little bit heavy, we're like, oh, we need to talk to somebody, like, right now. You know, like, uh, I can't wait for the podcast. Can you be my therapist just for an hour? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's Let me get this out of my like, brain. Yeah, I felt like, in fact, I was talking to somebody the day after I watched it, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe you just need to watch it for yourself. I, I can't explain it. Or yeah. I was I was starting to feel bad trying to explain some of the, you know, heavy scenes. Yeah. Well, and I... I, I I really, um, I feel like this one had the most kind of insane violence in a lot of it, too. Yeah. Or, like, it, it felt more real in a lot of it. Like, some of it was kind of over-stylized in some of the other ones. Yeah. Or a little more, um, over-the-top, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this one was, was just so graphic in some of those parts, too. Yeah, the, the baseball bat to the head is... Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. When he, he took like the running jump swing through the air. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the flying baseball bat swing. And, uh, that was a pretty good move. The Achilles cutter is. Oh. Oh my god. I, yeah. I've torn my Achilles cutter. Oh. So that scene haunts my dreams. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. That, that, was, that one was bad. And then, right. of course, the one that I was expecting to be worse than it actually was was the. The very first graphics that we got with the, uh, the when he went up to Mr. Park and the other guy he laid off, that he sli- starts slicing his stomach with the box cutter and like, nothing was coming yeah. out. And all of a sudden, it's like, I was like, ooh, that's brutal. You know, I was expecting like just all of a sudden a pour of guts to start pouring out. Yeah. Like, I know, I was waiting so for well. it to do that. Yeah. Yeah, they just did it so well. It was just like, you know, because you know, when you cut yourself, you don't bleed right away. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and there's one of these things about all three. I know it's fake. But at the end, I'm sitting there going, man, that looks a little too real, <laughs> you know, because they got the, like, the science down to some of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. the, the fate of that guy, too, is another thing. It's oh, just like, my damn, God. We really need that? <laughs> like, this well, that's another... <laughs> yeah, that was another social commentary, like Paul was saying out, you know, this is like an, you know, economic uh, imbalance where this guy got laid off and he was begging for his job back because his kids were starving and they all, I think they, what, all killed each other? His, him and his family killed each other in the uh, apartment or they all starved to death or something. I, I took it as they were, he poisoned them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it, it seemed he like he poisoned them, them or he something. Couldn't eat them or something. Yeah, and that's, yeah. you know, that's a harsh reality, you know? Mm-hmm. Before they revealed themselves, the terrorists at the end, I honestly thought where he sold the factory that maybe that was some yeah. of the workers. Because it seemed like that fit into the story to me. Right. 
I like that it was the terrorist group, though. That was kind of fun. I know. Yeah. It was cool. That was cool. Just like an extra little group that came in at the end. Yeah. And then that it was like, oh, shit, she wasn't lying. Yep. That scene is rough, too. Like, that is, like... Yeah. That's a like, it's like Argento-style stabbing, where, like, it just seems yeah, to hurt yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. Everybody took well, a turn, just stabbed them just in a way that it's not going to kill them, but it's, you know, debilitating them, and uh, everybody had their little turn, their little stab. Right. And, Which and they up uh, again. <laughs> And, and they wouldn't. They wouldn't even like say anything to him. It was like that makes it more fucked up from just, no. yeah. the guy getting attacked perspective. Is he's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why are you? Who doing are this, you? you know? <laughs> yeah. And they're Who like, we're you? not gonna say anything. We're yeah. too busy smoking and stabbing you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wonder what the cigarette budget for this movie must have been. Jesus oh Christ! God. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> Especially the terrorists were like, oh, we're done killing that guy. Time to daisy chain our next cigarette. Laid it off of the cherry of the last cigarette. I, I love, too, that he stabs the note to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, did you, did you have to? Yes, that's how you leave a note. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. And he's, like, yeah. trying to look down at it. Yeah, I actually tried to implement a system in my house of leaving notes attached to the refrigerator with a giant knife stabbed through it, but... Um, <laughs> It was getting expensive to keep going through refrigerators. <laughs> it's super badass, but it's like, fuck, I need a new refrigerator every six months. <laughs> it just doesn't get cold, there's a giant hole in the door. <laughs> he just started leaving frivolous notes just because he wanted to do it. Right. Like, I went outside to move my car. Stab! Like, you didn't have to tell me, just go move the car and come back in. It's gonna be, be back 70 degrees today. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I just wanted to stab the refrigerator. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like a child. Just like right. sticky notes into a computer screen. Just yeah. like with a knife. <laughs> Everyone needs to leave notes by giant knife stabbed through them. <laughs> Attached to things. <laughs> That's the worst part. You can't get down to it. It's like, right. <laughs> but no, that was pretty badass, though, that they, they kind of tied that whole thing up at the end. Because I kind of, I, I, when that was happening and she was threatening him to say, you know, just let me go and there's this terrorist organization I'm a part of. I gave them their picture. They're going to fucking kill you. And, and a part of me is going, is that bullshit? And then a part right. of me is going, I wonder if it's going to come back at the end and they're going right. to kill him. Yeah. And then when the guys get out and I'm like, oh, I bet this is the terrorists. Yeah. Yep. Like, <laughs> I, I love watching her uh, give out the flyers in the movie. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Because yeah, there's so no good. conviction in it. She's like, stop communism. Yep. American <laughs> products. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know, that was pretty funny. Uh, no, just a really good, well done movie. Very realistic and kind of this this series of tragic events that you can almost see happening. Like, it's, it's obviously ridiculous for the sake of making a movie plot out of it, but you almost can kind of see how that would be a thing that could could go down this, this crazy oh, sure. series of, of situations like that. Yeah, it's like, you know, I think we've all had, like, situations where things dominoed out of control. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's easy to identify. Well, well, of course that would happen right after that because that's Perfect. just how life does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and when yeah, my, you're when you're down, you start making bad decisions, you know. Yeah, right. Well, my first right. kidnapping is gonna go down just like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, no, it's just gonna be a good kidnapping. There's good ones and bad ones. Yeah, I, I see. We're just when gonna I play with the kid. First, yeah, yeah. That's it's gonna go down just like this. It'll be my last one. First, oh my God. 
How clever was it too that he, he just to like kind of push the narrative of the kidnapping, he makes the bead necklace for her. And then she's like, oh, is this for me? And then he like raises his fist and like threatens her to <laughs> threatens to punch her. <laughs> she fucking runs away crying. I know, I know. I'm like, why did he threaten to punch her? And then I see him getting the camera and I'm oh, okay, I get it. That's Make pretty clever. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> the, the dad should be a damn detective, though. I know. Yo, yeah. That dude solved this like it wasn't nothing. He figured it out quick. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and he was one of the guys that was in some of these other movies too. He had crossover. He did, yeah. Um if if we had more time then we could go through and, and kind of theorize of like Marco and I have done where directors use the same actors and then theorize the trajectory of this character being like somebody in the next universe. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, our favorite one is is from the Jeremy Saulnier movies. He has the one kid that's in like three movies. Yeah. And you can almost kind of connect him to be like, no, well, he went from there, and then he's this, and then he's with that. <laughs> right. right. That's what he did when he left Oregon, he went here, and now he's in Alaska. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, you can definitely do that with with somebody in, in yeah. the later one. I feel like, but there's a few people that he reuses, which is always cool because you see these familiar faces. Right. And you're like, oh shit, that was the guy from the terrorist organization. Oh, he's the guy that is hanging off the building and fucking an yep. old boy and like. Yep. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like uh, like a guy like John Carpenter or Takashi Miike when they use the yeah, yeah. the recurring cast. It's just like you're like, oh, of course they're in that. It's awesome. To see. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it, it tells you that the actors are probably good for something. You know what I mean? They, whether yeah. they're good to work with, they're good at their jobs. I mean, I feel like everyone. From what I could tell, was was really doing a great job in this movie. It's always oh, hard absolutely. to judge foreign movies because you're like, I, yeah. I think they're acting the way people act in South Korea in 2002. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Probably. Yeah, we have no base of reference, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, everything seemed really convincing. Yeah. Uh, right. In all in yeah. all three movies, really. Right. Right. Yeah, and you you definitely have a good variety of of not all uh, hot actor people from Hollywood. Yes. yes. <laughs> I know there was a, an old boy remake, but I never saw it. I don't know if it was all hot. I heard in that it was movie. bad. Yeah. I, I know it had Josh it. Brolin in it. No, yeah, oh, Spike God. Lee directed it. Really? Who yeah. did? Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking now that you said it, I'm like, uh, I might check it out right after this. <laughs> yeah. I've read reviews of it where people said that like maybe Spike Lee wasn't super into the ideal. Right. Um, that he's kind of going through the motions of it a little bit, but I haven't seen it, so I can't really yeah. give a fair assessment of it. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, all right, well, I think um, I, I didn't do this before we started talking about the movie, but we are going to introduce a new kind of a rating system or, or how we're going to grade these movies because I was feeling like it was a little bit unfair to give number ratings since we based so much of our opinion on the movies on enjoyment. So we're going to kind of shift into a more of our an enjoyment-based rating system. And it's, it's a, you know, a simple kind of four stars type of thing. So it's going to be hated it didn't like it, liked it, or loved it, and then we have an unnamed uh, kind of plateau for like our absolute favorite movies that would separate from something that we love to something that would be like an all-time favorite or a classic or something along those lines, but right, right. We're, we're not working quite on that level tonight, so we can worry about that later. Right. Uh, <laughs> why don't we kind of go around and we'll let everyone just kind of have a minute to give their final thought on the movie and, and kind of give us their rating on it. Uh, why don't we start with our guests and we'll let Matt go first. All right. Um, I personally love this movie. I feel like 
the visuals are fantastic. Park Chan Wook does an amazing job of taking his vision and putting it onto the screen. Mm-hmm. And this movie is definitely a perfect example of that, and his other movies as well, which we'll get to later. But um, like, I think the acting's great. The story is very tragic, but at the same time, just just as amazing. So I think this movie, like, on you know, Sigma Cinema, we do the seal of approval thing for, mm-hmm. uh, sure, yeah. uh, you know, the really good movies. I think this one would get the seal of approval for sure. So. Nice. 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 What about you, John? Yeah. Uh, Park Chan-wook, which we actually didn't talk a lot about Park Chan-wook as far as a filmmaker goes. He is amazing. I mean, that's the best way I think you could put it. Like his shots right. are brilliant. The way he moves the camera, the way mm-hmm. he, the way he lays exactly. out his shots, everything is masterful. Like he is, it's a shame that he's really not done a ton of stuff or really gotten the recognition outside of like old boy. But right. for, but for me, like yeah, this movie's it's amazing. I absolutely love it. Uh, it's it's not a feel good movie, but you want a movie to make you feel something, whether it's good or bad. And this one right. uh, executes it masterfully. Sure, sure. Yeah, I I, I definitely agree that. Uh... Uh, from the three that I've seen, I, I definitely want to see more of his stuff. Uh, all right, what about you, Marco? Yeah, man, um, I like slash love this movie, and it, it from I'm glad that I got introduced to this because I said I've seen Old Boy, but I wasn't really familiar with like the extensive work uh, this director did or anything or the common themes that he whatever he did. But taking a movie like this as tragic as it was how real though it was and it really puts you in, in it puts it in perspective of like this is you're watching you know real life horror take place instead of the fict- you know fictitious horror in a way because it's it's just hits home you know and it makes you appreciate life a little bit more because mm-hmm. it's that whole thing about good kidnapping bad kidnapping well watch this kind of movie and it really does make you appreciate you know your surroundings or maybe people around you uh you know in that little cheesy way but uh, uh I, I watched it twice because i had to I, and it, you know it's not a, it's not even that i want to i just had to i had to watch it again and you know I, i'm again i'm just glad that this is in my repertoire now because i'm not a fan of the harder edge horror slash real life drama or whatever it is but you know i i'm digging it i like nice. it nice. yeah yeah i know uh i i definitely owe you some uh some not realistic yes crazy uh, monster movies we've been doing a lot of come. we've been doing a lot of very realistic and, <laughs> and uh, it gets to you. kind yeah. of fucked up stuff but yeah. or or even like some of the uh some of the fun stuff has been a little bit more grounded i feel like but yeah 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 we definitely have some some not taking play i don't want to say supernatural but some some things coming up that are going to step outside of uh, yes. just just the natural human environment uh all right so i will definitely have to say that i love this one i i think that this one of the three movies is probably the most for me it was the most cohesive and coherent one it had it had kind of the best telling of a story that went a to b that you could follow pretty easily yeah yeah yeah. and it it also I think to me was the most extreme one of all of them, but maybe just because it's hard to rate on like, oh, well, what's more extreme? Like this fucked up thing that happens or this fucked up thing yeah, that happens? Right. <laughs> right. But I mean, right. 
I mean, you, they they have a fucking kid drowns and they actually show the dead kid. <laughs> like, right. I mean, yeah. po- kudos for showing a dead kid in a movie. That's always awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time it's just like, oh, there's a dead kid, and you just show like sad faces of adults, and they don't show the fucking dead kid. And they're like, come on, show us the fucking dead kid. Yeah, who wants the dead kid or the dead cat? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, they didn't kill any cats, but I'm sure that if there was one, they would have killed it. Oh man. But uh, I th- I think this one is just uh when when what i like about vengeance movies is i like ones where it ends poorly for the most part either yeah. the person to like to me there's a difference between like revenge and vengeance where revenge is like yes i got my revenge and now i can go on and kick ass in my life and then yeah yeah there's vengeance, vengeance you don't care where, if you die in the process yeah you, yeah you either die or you end up walking away from it with your whole world shattered and right. you're never going to be the same again right. so uh, if, if that's what I like out of these movies, then mission accomplished. Right. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I like this one quite a bit. I I think at the end we can kind of give our ranking of, of how we like each one worst to least favorite. Oh, sure. But uh, sure. I'm, I'm struggling with that a little bit myself, I have to say. So. Uh, very good, very good. All right, well, why don't we take a quick break here and we'll have a little uh, musical interlude. We'll come back and we'll talk about the next movie in the series, which is Old Boy.
how the devil is the fucking shit. That's like, it is, right? That's like my favorite fucking vengeance movie. It, it, so has, a, it has those same themes in it too, where it's like, you yeah. know, revenge is not simple. It's not, it's not Charles Bronson. Much as I love no. Charles Bronson. Right. <laughs> but that ain't how it works, man. Everything's gonna be horrible. Yeah, yeah. I know, you don't just, like, kill everyone, your girlfriend dies, and then five years later you're shacked up with a new young hot chicks in some other state <laughs> who also gets raped and murdered yeah then you decide you gotta go kill a bunch of people there then you move again and it happens again <laughs> i know just I know. don't He's date the... charles bronson that's the goal. yeah <laughs> he's like the original liam neeson yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like how many times can this shit happen to you motherfucker <laughs> like wait what'd Jesus. you say your name was yeah <laughs> nah, <dog. laughs> nope but yeah, that one that one is badass. We'll have to cover that one on the show sometime. It's a rough one too. <laughs> yeah, it's ooh. Well, it's so much more violent than these ones. Like it's it's so over the top in the violence. But it's it's almost like a little bit funny at, at times too. Because yeah. Because of the way that it that it plays out. I don't think Marco's seen it, so I don't want to spoil anything no, for him. But no, I haven't seen it yet. No. But it's it's like if you took if you mixed like Old Boy with like the Raid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Which uh, the guy from Old Boy is in that movie. He's the main yeah. villain. Yeah, the <laughs> the um, what the hell is his name? Min Sik Choi. Yep. I always want to call him like Min Min Chik Soi. And yeah. I always have to check to like not say well, it's it like, the wrong way. It's like Park Chan Wook. Like <coughs> his name's Park Chan Wook, but then like you look him up online, it's like Chan Wook Park. And I'm like, well, yeah, which and one IMDb is? it says Chan Wook Park. Yeah, I'm like, well, which right. one is it? <laughs> oh God, I already said it. Oh shit. <laughs> It's a uh, Wook Park Chan. I don't yeah. know. We'll say it all fucking ways. Chan Park Wook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just did it down the letters like. Yeah, we'll do like an anagram of, of the letters <laughs> into some other fucking word. <laughs> be like Apostle for Croc. All right. Well, I guess we are back to talk about the next movie by Apostle Ruklock, <laughs> or whatever you want to call Mighty Park Chan Wook Chan Chan Wook Park, and that is going to be Old Boy. It came out one year after our last movie. That's crazy. And I will read the very short synopsis here, which is. After being kidnapped and imprisoned for 15 years, Odesu is released only to find that he must find his captor in five days. Yeah. And they definitely say his new name like a thousand fucking times in this movie. Odesu. 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 But that's another thing that's kind of confusing. It's like, is it Odesu or is it just Desu? Right. Because yeah. I thought it was like, oh, like, oh, Desu. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I thought it was like the whole time. <laughs> Well, don't they? I, I, I want to say I'm, I'm for sure not an expert in this, so if I'm wrong, I apologize. But in I think some, if not all, Asian names that they do at the opposite, where like the last name is first and yeah. the first name is last. Uh, gotcha. So by American way, O would be his last name, and then Desu would be his first name. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, the only way that everyone in America learned that was because of the basketball player Yao Ming. Yeah. Uh, on, on the back of his jersey, it said Yao, and everyone's like, "Why does it say Yao? It's his first name." They're like, no, motherfucker, it's, it's last name first. Right, right. So that's how all of America learned about that. <laughs> Which is my only knowledge of it as well. 
Right. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like old boy should have like a subtitle to it where it's like old boy don't have sex with family members. Yes. <laughs> don't yeah, fuck yeah. your sister. <laughs> yeah, or your daughter, or yeah. I mean, it just goes bad for everyone pretty much. Unless you're hypnotized, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it's okay for some <laughs> Right. Well, the the thing with this one is because the, the synopsis is so short on this, and yeah. this one is I feel like the most complicated. Yeah. And that's why it, it, it took me until my third time of seeing it to finally be like, oh, I totally get everything that happened here. Oh, oh yeah. I, like I said, I've seen Old Boy before, but I remember mm -hmm. nothing because I don't think I was really into it when I watched mm -hmm. it years ago. Uh, sure, yeah. And, and now that I've actually paid attention to it and everything, now I'm like, okay, I get it. I remember scenes, but I just don't remember the concept. I don't think I was paying attention to it back right. in, uh, oh, what, I like maybe when it hit the States. I don't know if it was, it was some pay, it was some like Amazon or who, some back then, back, you know, 10 years ago that was on my Xbox that I watched it. I right. I actually saw, I saw the devil first. And so I saw that and then was like, oh, there's this other movie that the guy is in that plays the bad guy. And, and I saw the devil and everyone says this old boy is cool. So I watched this one and i'm like this movie is confusing and it's <laughs> definitely not as high octane as as that one i'm like it's like so seeing the other one first kind of spoiled this one a little bit for me not spoiled it like it, it made yeah. this one seem not as cool yeah and so then now mm -hmm. for the show i i knew that i had to like see it again and and kind of absorb what had happened because there's just so much stuff so i guess the the sort of fast walkthrough of this is that our main character Odesu is uh, is imprisoned for 15 years, and while he's in prison, he goes through all this craziness. They basically don't tell him anything, and he is just in this little kind of shitty hotel room. And he teaches himself how to fight by watching TV, and he learns all this other stuff. But he basically is going crazy, and they let him out, and he uh, comes across a young woman who he starts hanging out with and trying to reconnect with his daughter, who he lost touch with when he got imprisoned obviously right and then it turns out that the girl that he sort of fell for is actually his daughter and it was all set up by this guy that he it's saw all, it's, having it's, sex with his sister yeah, yeah. when they were kids and he told people that he saw him having sex with his sister yeah and so this guy was pissed about that yeah. and, and framed all this crazy fucked up shit yeah. it's the longest revenge ever well, yeah he definitely yeah. was playing the long game yeah, one. this is the most elaborate plot to get get revenge on somebody. This is right, the right. most. I, I have a 15 year plan to fuck this guy's world up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what because I mean? he spread a rumor about my sister, which made her want to commit suicide. Right, right. This guy, yeah, he, you know, he, he uh, our, our hero, Do, uh, O, Mr. O, um, <laughs> he uh, saw them touching each other in school and he said, oh, they must be having sex and now she's pregnant and that whole thing got out of hand and made the sister kill herself so now the brother grows up and we're like i'm gonna get revenge and waits till i guess uh odesu has a daughter of his own and then tricks him like like he gets kidnapped right but he's in this prison for 15 years and nobody tells him a thing so he's going completely nuts and right. what was great me viewing this movie is that of course we're just as confused every step of the way, but that really makes you guys pay attention to everything because I'm like, I got to figure this out. You know, I got to, <clears throat> what the hell is going on here, right? 
and then right, all right. hell breaks loose, man. It's, it's it was it was weird. Right. Well, that that would be one of my like one of the criticisms uh, criticisms I would have of watching this is that they this one it really jumps around a lot mm -hmm. to yeah. like them as kids and then them in this time period and then them at this time period and right, it's, right. it it becomes hard to follow and the the other thing too is because we don't speak the language um, and I had kind of the same problem with the next movie when there's there's uh, narration over the top of it and right. it's narrated by more than one person sometimes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you're like, I, th I think this is a different person, but I can't, am, am I, is it definitely a different person? Like, it's hard to tell because you can't tell the difference in what they're saying. You're just yeah, reading yeah. the words on the screen. And there's, so. a, and there's a lot of inner dialogue too. Right, right. Our, so. Yeah, through our, oh, Desu, there's a lot of inner dialogue that I'm looking like, did someone just say something? Because like, what the hell? What was it? What was yeah, it? So yeah. I didn't get that at first. It really uh, took a while for me to go, oh, he's, oh, okay. It's inner thoughts. Yeah. Right. It, it yeah. seems like it, just parts of it are a little bit choppy. To yeah. But. It seems like Park Chan Wook really likes to like blend timelines, but without that hard cut that right. is yes. so common. He like, right. The camera will just like pan over, and the next thing you know, you're in a completely different time. Right. Yes. That could be really hard to follow at first. Cause you gotta yeah, especially yeah. the next movie. Yeah, yeah. Let me settle in a little bit and try to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, the, the next movie they do it a lot, which I think. They they show it a little better in the, in the next one, yeah. but it, it is it's definitely a thing that he does, and that that was what I think was hard for me the first time too. Is I was trying to I'm I'm confused, and then I'm trying to pick up what is exactly happening, and then you're like, so like that that was the whole thing was because of that, and then you have to really <laughs> like think about it for a while. I think that's why it took so many yeah. times. It's one of those things where you watch it and you're like. I, I feel like I like that, but I don't exactly know why. Yeah, I, right. Know, sometimes yeah, right, there's right, right, right. there's these movies where you go, like for, for me last year, that was that movie, The Ritual. Like mm -hmm. I saw it and I go, I, I feel like I liked that more than I'm remembering liking it. Like, what did I miss? Sometimes there's just something is there, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Plus such a high rating on IMDb, you can't, it can't be all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Park Chan Wook, like, he's such a stylized Especially like, you know, watching old uh, these in chronological order, you really see his progression as a filmmaker. Yes, and uh, I do feel that if I had any complaint, it is that sometimes I do think he does forgo story a little bit for style. Yes. Yeah. yeah he does. Because he tries to cram a lot of stuff into the story, but then, but then mm -hmm. does do exactly what you said. Well, like, but his his style is so good that it's hard to like not enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like like you said, this is based off of Magna. Yep. Um, that, that it's it's he had some reference material, so it wasn't all like the story wasn't all his made up. But again, like we, we were talking before, he kind of put a spin on it, you know. I um mm -hmm. I one thing that stood out for me for like if I'm kind of compared to three movie. I know we haven't gotten to Lady Vengeance yet, but Old Boy, which I, I love so much about it, it, it was getting into the madness, the psychological torture instead of the physical torture as the you know the the other two movies got into right yeah you got you know right. like i said hypnotism uh comes into play to trick the guy and stuff and uh this is what like millionaires that are want vengeance this is what they do they have the money they have the right. resources they got the you know they could do whatever they want and mm -hmm. um i love the transformation of of odesu and the thing thinking he's going mad like mentally mad you know the looks on his face the crazy madman look throughout the whole thing uh, uh 
I liked that a lot in this movie. I thought it, mm-hmm. it was, of course, it, it's not like the other two, but I just love that psychological torture that he went through. It's a, uh, it's interesting that you talk about the psychological nature of it because if you look online, this one is like the most notorious of them all. It like, is. For some reason, there's people who talk about it as though it's just some kind of shock film. Oh no. no. Yeah. yeah, that confuses me. I'm like, there's way more to this than that. <laughs> there's a lot to it. There's yeah. a, you know, like I said, there's, there's a there's a lot to it. And I guess the the uh, the brother who's doing this thing, I like got 15 year elaborate plan to get him to fall in love with his. I don't know if it was his plan to fall in love, but you know, this is like your dark secret is you had sex with your daughter. Like I got yeah. you to have sex with your daughter, and I'm holding right. that against you. That can ruin your life because you ruined mine and. I think, like, uh, as far as, like, the story inside the character rise, I think he wanted Desu to kill himself, you know what I mean? Um, because he couldn't live with it. Because, you know, I mean, I don't know. It was, like I said, I, after a while, I was like, man, this is such an elaborate plot to get back at somebody. It was like, what? Sure, sure. <laughs> well, and obviously we see the, the, the guy who set all this up, which I have to say, they probably could have gotten someone that looked a little bit closer in age. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like a lot 100%. younger. They, they yeah. do show he was going through like spa treatments and stuff, but I'm like, this guy is fucking 15 years younger than him. What the fuck is this bullshit? They were in no grade like, school together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the other thing for me as I'm like, they were in school together? What? <laughs> I, I, at first I was like, okay, younger brother, like like younger, younger, like a five, six year old brother, like, right? Yeah. That, that grew up or whatever but no i was like man they were really close in age and old boy maybe it's because he's been tor- you know kind of put in a in that cell in that apartment room for 15 years he just aged really bad and he talked about i mean they talk about vitamin d deficiency because you're not getting sunlight i mean the real again right, science right. came into it again about how real things work you know and oh, i'm yeah, thinking maybe sure. that just aged him and just he looked a lot older than he was i was trying to headcanon that in my head you know more than just seeing it yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the the old boy thing was because that was like the school mascot, right? Right. There were the evergreen old boys. Yeah. But at the, I, I did kind of have that thought too at first because I didn't yeah. catch the mascot thing, and I'm like, oh, is he just like the old boy now? <laughs> <laughs> the guy that okay. goes gray at twenty, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something I really appreciate about this movie is the continuity. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, you see Odesu's knuckles, and they're like calloused over yes. from punching mm-hmm. the wall. And when he gets stabbed in the back early on in the movie, that wound is there the entire time. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. It's just—it's crazy how well they're able to preserve the continuity in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent yeah. agree with that. That's—that's that's one thing that the attention to detail that I find <laughs> in Asian horror or Asian films are, are mm-hmm. 10 times better than our continuity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of things with ants in this movie, and I've racked my brain trying to figure out the solution <laughs> of it. Well, I yeah, isn't, I doesn't she have some kind of a speech about how yes. it's, some, it's some kind of fear of loneliness because if you're all alone, then the ants will come and like carry you away or something like that? I, yeah. I can't remember. There was definitely a speech about it, which I don't know that mythology. That's of, my thing. Yeah. Keeping me from understanding the scene with the subway and the ant. Right, right. But uh, <laughs> I enjoyed the visual. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, yeah. It was great. Yeah. I, 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 I'm same way. I was like, there's something there. Maybe I'll look it up later. You know, like I, I have to, I have to remember to research that. You know what it made me think of was.
going down, going down like River Phoenix. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I see ants now, I think of it came from the desert. It's on Amazon it. Prime. Yeah, there's a song and it's referenced going down like River Phoenix, and it's just fantastic. And Paul and I reference it all the time. I think we used it in a yeah. few episodes just just cause because it's awesome. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's funny too because it's a movie from last year, but it has uh, it has this like t- 2005 sort of like rap rock type oh, no. song in it. Oh, God. It's like it's the theme song of it. It's a total BMX movie. Like a total yeah. BMX movie. <laughs> it's like and it's, <laughs> it's like a so bad it's good type of thing. Yeah, you're not going to like it, guys. I'm telling you, you're not going to like it, but you're going to understand it. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's where one of, the, one of the ants came from this movie and then it made it all the way to the desert. That's what he was doing on the subway. To ruin their, their motocross party. He's making his way downtown. Mm-hmm. Ruined the kegger. Yeah, it was like, is there anyone that's lonely here? We're going to carry them away now. <laughs> they're like, oh, fuck, they're all with people. They're not lonely. Damn. I uh, know that was how ants work. Yeah. <laughs> Something I really like about Old Boy is uh, how scrappy the fights are and not clean and pretty. Yes, yes yeah. I mean, the hallway fight is legendary. That's the thing everyone always references yeah. about the movie, it, which is it, fantastic. It's a great, like, sort of one-shot situation yeah, there. A beautiful tracking shot, like, and it's just ugly and, like, not well choreographed, but perfectly not well choreographed. Yeah, that's what it would be. You would you would get punched, and then somebody would go to punch you. They would miss. They would hit the wall because they're, yeah. like, a fat guy that's out of shape or... <laughs> You know, then there'd be like the guy that's all scared and he would run away and they would try and sneak up on you, but you would catch him. (laughs) And and for a movie that's so infamous for its like notorious gore, most of everything is showed off camera. Yeah, it's not super gory, really. Right. But, you know, it's got that reputation, like especially the teeth scene. Like that was. Yeah, the teeth pulling. Right. That was one of the scenes that sold me because they showed that in the that Bravo thing. And I was like, damn, I need to see this movie. You know, like this seems crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's definitely off screen, though. Um, But yeah, no, I I think it's it's one of those things where it it does work with not showing you. Like it shows you enough to let you fill in the blanks. It's that whole, you know, your imagination is, is worse than anything they could show you type of thing. Right, right, right. So it's like you said with the last one with the Achilles tendon cut. Where even like they don't show them actually cut it, but they show them cut open, and then you can just remember what that feels like. So you're like, oh fuck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like your imagination works just as well. You know? The uh, I think you know though the movie can be a bit like what's happening at times. The reveal is done in such a, a brilliant way that like it flips yes. the entire movie on its head. Because the yeah, whole time yeah. you feel like you're watching Odessa get his revenge, right? And then you get that shocking moment of like, oh no, this movie is not about him and his revenge. Exactly. It's this guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and he's such a great character. This uh, the Wu Jin Lee character yeah. that is is out for revenge on him. That sets this whole thing up. And he, he's he's just I don't know. He's he's got like personality. He's fun. He's charming. 
but you know that he's like a total sociopath, so right. he's super fucking dangerous. But so it's like smiling and shit. Like it's it's a, a great I like contrast. He, I feel like I like how he laughs. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> when he's laughing, he does that whole like spit laugh. Like. Oh, Jason pulls his guts out and cuts his tongue off, and then he's laughing at him. That's... I know. <laughs> it's brutal. Which, uh, yeah. Me and Matt were actually arguing about this. Not arguing, but just like having a, a heated discussion about. I can Seated. understand where Evergreen is coming from. You know what I mean? Like. Okay. All right. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I, Here we I go. that you can feel sympathy for him. But at the same time, don't fuck your sister. <laughs> don't fuck your sister. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, at the same time, it's like he clearly loved his sister a little too right. much. Yeah, Way yeah, too yeah. much. But he loved her. Like to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and he felt like he was like like he lost the one person he cared about because of this person. That's a hundred percent right. That's a hundred percent right. right. That's so, where. He was in love with his sister, and 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 Odesu took that away from him. You know, yeah. uh, well, he's wrong in that aspect of that relationship. You yes. know what I mean? But you again, yeah, you can kind of understand that vengeance that he had, and he did the same kind of zip as if you, you know, uh, incest. I guess you know he 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 thinks that is revenge enough. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Well, and I I. I wondered if that was sort of the social commentary of this movie is like, I don't, I don't know that there's necessarily an incest problem in South Korea, but maybe some sort of a problem as far as like sex education or people's view on sex or the perception of it, because there was a, sort of that with this and, and a lot with the next movie about how, if, uh, you know, if she was pregnant, she had the shame and had to like right. kill herself over it and stuff. And, and I, I don't know if that was sort of the commentary of this one. Also, this one being based on something else. Yeah. It could have just been kind of shoehorned in there a little bit, but... Yeah. I think um, you take a, you know, a taboo subject like that, where it intensifies the situation mm -hmm. where... Because if it was just lovers, you know what I mean? They would kind of go all in on our villain, or our mm -hmm. supposed villain. Like, yeah, he needs revenge, but it's like, well, he was doing wrong in the first place, and it was kind of like this whole weird thing going on, so kind of demonize the victims a little bit to get you know what i mean like it's a it's a weird elaborate way of of telling like everybody's kind of doing wrong in right. this entire movie <laughs> you know yeah like because because even showed odesu before he was a drunk he was at the police you know he was just like an asshole to everybody he didn't care right, right. it was just you know just a like a low-life guy you know. Yeah, and I mean, let's be honest. All three of these movies have a lot of weird sex shit. In yes, them. they do. <laughs> yeah, so, it's like yeah, I'm watching the one. Say, we didn't even and then talk there's, about there's, the, the centipede masturbation scene. Yeah, at, the, on, the guy's uh, jerking off. And he's, he's got a he's got a girl's picture taped to the side of his friend's yeah. head. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. He said, no, turn your head back. I'm trying to trying to see this picture. <laughs> Yeah, I oh, saw fuck, that scene. That was I was like, "Who the fuck does this?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh damn! That's I know there's so many is. weird sex scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in this one, we have to we have to watch Odesu fucking jerk off with his face all close up in the screen. Yeah. <laughs> there's a few like weird sex things in this one. I do have a, a little bit of a problem with the fact that like the first woman he sees who helps and oh, he yeah. like just gets all over. I'm like, I don't know if that's necessarily how it would go down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he kind of yeah, explains yeah. that a little bit. Like he says, you know, that's the first, like, uh, 
his inner monologue was like, or mm-hmm. inner dialogue was like, that's a woman, you know, that's a female. Oh, you know, you don't you remember? Like, you don't just pounce on him. But yeah, he was just, just going off on her, like the bathroom. That's, that scene, <laughs> that scene before too was so great on the on the roof. Oh yeah. And then he he brings the guy in, and there was like this whole really like powerful moment that they had. But the funny yeah. part is when. He's like, so that's my story. And he's like, okay, now let me tell you my story. And he just gets up and, like, fucking runs away from him. He's like, wait, don't you want to hear my story? He doesn't even look back. He's like, no, son, I already told you my story. I don't want to hear your fucking bullshit. (laughs) He just leaves. And then on the way out, the guy jumps off the building because he's still all sad. Which I think, again, kind of shows Odessu. Like, he's not necessarily a bad person, but he's very selfish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and there's the whole thing when he's locked up and he's like, you know, just to try and figure out who it is, I'm going to go through and write down all the people that I've wronged and all the people that could be pissed off at me and the bad things that I've done. And then they show he's got like six notebooks of shit. There's a lot of people. I don't even know. A lot of people. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, this guy is a fucking asshole. He's got six notebooks full of people he screwed over. I was thinking, I want to see the prequel movie of, of all of that shit from the six notebooks that happened. Oh, they sue the asshole. Yeah. yeah, they could totally do like a trilogy of that. <laughs> Odesu, king of the dicks. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But, uh, you know, an- another part of the movie uh, that I think really hits home so well is the part where he cuts his tongue off. And not necessarily just the tongue, tongue cutting, but right. to watch a guy who had been so strong throughout the entire movie yeah. grovel at this guy's feet. It's like, mm-hmm. you win. You know, that's right. it. You don't have to do anything else. You're a victor. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll do anything. He'll be his dog, and he start licking his boots. And like I said, and the, and the dude's just standing there, just laughing at him. And yeah, you feel this right. total breakdown of our strong, tough, our Charles Bronson character, you know. And it just be like, oh, it'd be all yeah, because yeah. of the revelation that that's his daughter, and he, and the, he didn't want his daughter to find out that you know she was in love with her, her dad. Yeah. Oh. To which I, I'm like, I'm like, how is it? To, to me, I'm like, how is that relationship going to continue then? Yeah. Because it's like. He's not. Is he gonna? Are you just gonna keep having sex with her? Yeah. Well, yeah. He went to go hypnotize. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's how he did. He at the end of the movie, you know, he got hypnotized to block that part out so they could be together. Yeah. There's yeah, a. I guess. There's not really a happy ending, though. is it? Yeah. <laughs> there's an interesting thing that Matt pointed out to me that you can kind of interpret that ending differently. I never really put uh, put up where like. He's smiling until she says, I love you, Odessi. Then he kind of, like, his face kind of shifts a little bit. That maybe mm. it didn't take. I right. gotcha. Like, there's something wrong with that statement. Yeah. yeah. So, like, mm. I don't know if that makes that even better or worse, because I don't know what's worse, getting hypnotized so you can have sex with your daughter. <laughs> or... <laughs> or trying to now you got to deal with it all over again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know which one's worse, but... <laughs> yeah. God. I know. That's... It makes sense though that it wouldn't take you know it took for that moment and it wouldn't take because then if you really want to you know leave it at a down note where mm-hmm. you know he's doing wrong then it's like oh shit now he's got to live with this and only he has to live with it right because he's the only, mm-hmm. the only one that knows that's and I, real I, uh, and i think the hypnotist even says something like there's a chance that this isn't gonna work right right right, right. Well, knowing him, he'd probably just chop his dick off after that. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, we can't have sex oh, anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know what sorry. to tell you. I chopped my dick off. Yeah. I, I got know. no dick, no tongue. I mean, how's <laughs> this that. gonna work? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Odisu. Yeah. It is a movie that kind of like works upon rewatching too, because like it's it like the sex scene at first you're watching, you're like okay, they're just having sex. Right. But once right, you right. know. Now. 
Now that you know, you're like, oh. oh, oh. Like, ew. <laughs> like, oh, and she's all talking about it hurts. Like, oh. Yeah. I know, I know. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this, this, uh, this movie should be showing all the schools for bullying. This is what bullying gets you. That's what you did to. You you'll get locked in a cell for 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. You'll wait until she's an adult and then and you'll have next to thing you know. the details back to the, the point of uh, your, your wrongdoing. Then when you think about it, like it's even longer than 15 years because he had to be plotting this. He like, I'm yeah, awake, yeah, yeah, he yeah. has a daughter. God. <laughs> Once he has that daughter, then. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a one-year plot, dude. Yeah, it was. That's crazy. Right. I found the guy that uh, that's doing this. I have a 15-year plan. I've been, you know, writing out this little quest line thing. Yeah. Again, yeah. rich people with vengeance is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be able to wait that long though. No. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, uh, let's just do something now. This is I don't know. Let's just like cover him with bees or whatever. bees. Do something cool. I don't know. The moral of this. The moral of the story is. Don't spread rumors and don't have sex in the family tree. Yes. <laughs> the only <laughs> story. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> exactly. Or don't get caught. Never mind. Words to live by. That's right. If it if you don't get caught, it's not illegal, right? <laughs> oh, oh, no. I mean, there is that like it's a real sad moment when you see like when when he's yeah. in the elevator and he's reliving the moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, she yeah. takes the mm -hmm. picture of herself and it's like, man, I. Damn it, now I feel bad yeah. for him. Like, exactly. I, I know. Exactly. There's totally. real no, like, main bad guy in these films, except for the next one. Except but, the next one. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. And you get your real bad guy that you cannot root for, right? There's really no redeeming qualities in the next one. But that is the thing. It's like you feel it's it, like, why they're so good. It's just like, shit, man. Even though the gra it's a graphic, you know, content and all that stuff, but you're just like, I get it. I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we, uh, why don't we go around again here and everyone can give their final thoughts and rating on this uh, movie here. Uh, we'll go in, this, in the same here. We'll go with you again, Matt. Okay. Um, again, this is probably going to be a trend throughout the rest of these, but I again, I love this movie. Mm -hmm. This is this one in particular is definitely one of my favorite movies of all time, I think. Oh, wow. Cool. Nice. And I, I, don't, I don't know what it really is about it because like all three of these movies are fantastic in their own ways, but this one, since the first time I watched it, it's stuck with me. And, yeah. like, the, the visuals are always fantastic with Park Chan-wook. And in this one, like, there's just so many, like, shots that are incredible. Like, there's one in particular where he has, like, chopsticks in his hands. And uh, the camera, like, goes through the chopsticks. Mm -hmm. that, that stuck with me for some reason because it was, like... It just looks incredible, but yeah. And like the story in this movie is again, it's tragic and it's it's dark. It's it's brilliant at the same time. But I, I can see where people would uh, you know you know with, with flaws in it and because I mean there is flaws in this movie, but I, I don't know. If it, I don't know exactly what it is, but I just I just love this one. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sorry if that was rambling, but no, 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 you're fine. All right, so how about you, John? Yeah, um, you know, I think this is the movie that you really see Park Chan-wook develop as a filmmaker a lot. 
because okay. you know sympathy for mr vengeance is very like based in reality you know everything is pretty much mm -hmm. as it would play out and then in this movie parching movie starts to play with the camera a lot more like different styles yeah. of shots and different just different like almost surrealistic feels to some of the moments in it like we didn't even talk yeah. about the octopus scene <laughs> oh <laughs> <Right>. god yeah <laughs> and it's a it's a it's a brilliant film it, it has its reputation reason you know there's no wonder that like when this came out i'm sure like american audiences it blew their damn minds for a reason i mean what was out like this at the time nothing really you know this super stylized yes. tale that you know changes like everything you think about revenge films like it flips it on its head and uh, yeah, i love it, it. Yeah. you know I, I think it's a i think it's a fantastic movie you know i don't know if i want to i won't give away my order just yet but you know it may be surprising because i do absolutely this movie and think it's a it's a, it's a damn masterpiece it's great yeah. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, both what you guys just said, uh, I mirror that. Yeah, the octopus scene. We didn't, we didn't talk about it. And I have a extreme gag reflex when it comes to like food. <laughs> like I'm not a adventurous eater. And that was that was probably the worst scene of all three films. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> that just made me sad because it's my favorite sea creature is octopus. Yeah, I, know. I was like, oh. He had to eat four of them. For that scene, oh, really? I'm, I'm oh. actually gagging right now. Um, oh my god, <laughs> I'm tearing up. Uh, uh, I like I said, I've seen this a long time ago, so revisiting it and actually understanding it, like you said, I did probably didn't understand it the first time I saw it, and I was just not really paying attention because what Lord of the Rings was was big back then, so I wouldn't have got gave it a fair shake, but. I'm so glad that I did because, yeah, the psychological torture, the torment, the whole elaborate plan to get back at somebody. And the fact that, like I said, spoiler, everybody dies. Well, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. The main guy dies or the bad guy in this sense, you know, bad guy, I guess, uh, dies at right. the end thinking that he did his vengeance. And now he can move along. But then, you know, that whole th see what 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 Matthew said, what Matthew said, right? What the smirk at the end? Yeah. Uh, or the frowning at the end, that changes everything for me. Like knowing, just putting that in my head to go, okay, if the story went that way where he got hypnotized to kind of go move on and it failed, um, like, and the movie ended, I'm like, oh shit, there's the shoe that just dropped in a good way in my sense. Because again, he has to live with that and the torture goes on and on and on. So uh, uh, the guy, I can't, I can't remember the character's name, um, that did the whole revenge plot oh uh Wu Jin, i think yes so he you know his even though he's dead he's still getting his revenge because if that hypnotized you know hypnotized uh thing didn't work so if we were i forgot you said rating if it's a uh three is like love um why well, I, I love this film it's great yes 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 all right well i am on board with everyone that loves this movie as well uh, this this one, I, I think I had kind of alluded to that it, it took me a little while to fully get on board with this one, and I feel like every time that I watched it, I came up a grade on it. Oh, so, yeah. you know, I went from it was okay to I like it to I love it. So, right. I, I I do think that uh, like technically this one is is done so well, but I think that it. Like where it suffered for me was just with the that we had referenced, kind of the the style over the story, mm -hmm. and that they, there's a lot of stuff they try and fit into this movie, but for some reason it feels like a lot of things are just kind of rushed over or like kind of quickly. Oh, here's a blah 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 blah, and then they're on to the next thing. Right. So right, if right. you missed it, then it's gone. So yeah, 
that that's what makes it really tough. It's a real, and then it's subtitled, so you really gotta like pay attention, right? Hardcore on this one. But when when you do pick up all the pieces, then the puzzle turns out to be a beautiful fucking picture. So yeah, it's it's a hard movie to explain to somebody. You know, yes. it's like yeah, I can't yeah. explain it. You have to watch it three times. That's it. Yeah, Just watch it three times, like and you'll was... know exactly what. Yeah, that was me at the beginning. Being like, and then, like, I don't know, this guy was having sex with his sister. He had told some people know. that he was, ants. but so then he yeah. got pissed about that, I guess. But Octopus, ants, <laughs> sex with sister, I don't know, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Tongue cut. Right. The ant. Yeah. <laughs> right. Poor octopus. I was sad. <laughs> Create that little bastard. Right. I fully went into... I feel I went into Killing of a Sacred Deer prepared to fully hate that movie because I thought they were going to kill a deer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least they didn't kill a deer, so. No. I was like, oh, okay, it's just people, not deer. We're fine. Yeah, of course. I don't care about them. Yeah. Uh, but no, cool. I was I was glad to have this opportunity to rewatch this. As, like I always say, I, I, I have to watch these movies twice to really like yeah. absorb them to talk about them properly for the show. I feel right. like, at least in this in this context, I do. And so by doing that, I feel like I, I sort of live within the themes of these movies for a while and, and get to sure. really let it swim around in my head and, and see how I feel about it properly. So I appreciate the opportunity on that one. Yeah. All right. So I think we are going to take one more quick break here. We'll come back to talk about our last movie, uh, which is Lady Vengeance may or may not be with sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's up to you, I suppose. Right. And then we'll get out of here.
Okay, we are back to talk about our final movie, which on IMDb is called Lady Vengeance, so I'm sticking with that. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I've always known it as. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on Shutter they they have they include sympathy for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, I saw that. I had to double but... check to make sure I was watching the right movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. so paranoid about that. Like we Paul and I watch a movie and just sometimes there's another version of it or there's another oh, yeah, oh yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, Are you geez. sure? That's my nightmare to like go on a podcast and like he's talking about something and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> None of that. It's like watching any movie Wait. called House. Oh, that, would actually be, that would actually be a good, uh, we should do that sometime like intentionally. Yeah. Where we, we each watch a different movie and try and explain it to each other <laughs> at the same time. Like, Wait. <laughs> Uh, well, unfortunately, there's not a different one by this name, so it's not going to work. <laughs> so we have uh, this one is a couple years after Old Boy, and the synopsis says, After being wrongfully imprisoned for 13 years and having her child taken away from her, a woman seeks revenge through increasingly cruel and brutal means. Uh, so this one's only 13 years. That's not so bad. Right. Yeah. Not 15. Yeah, I mean. It's a little <laughs> bit less. <laughs> yeah. She was imprisoned, not kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and all three of these movies have the common thread of, of children being taken away from parents in yeah. some regard or yeah. another. Yeah. And somebody trying to find their kids. Well, that's the crutch. That's everybody's weakness, right? That's what right, they use right. to you know, get them to do something or, yeah. You know. All right. And so, this, this one, they do actually uh, not have sex with their kids, so that's good. Say yeah. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Now, she does have sex with that guy basically under the guise that she he would have been the same age as the kid that got mm. killed. Yes, so that's a little weird. Yeah, that's true. Damn it. But that kid, that kid grew up to be the kid from the guy from Old Boy, so right. he was already kind of into fucking his sister. So. That's true. <laughs> when they had the grown-up version of him, it was like, oh, that's the guy that liked to bang his sister. It is it's funny, because right. like, he's like in it for like half a second. Like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we have the return of of the old boy in this one as the the uh, main villain of the movie. Yeah. Which I, f I feel like you could make the case that this, this was like the path that he went down after the fact of <laughs> old boy. <laughs> Like he just he broke up with his daughter. He got his tongue fixed, and then he went on to live this life. Or it could have been one of his. Oh yeah, because he did die in this one. Spoiler. But I was gonna say it could have been one of his <laughs> early exploits. Yeah. All the true. people that he wronged in this one could have been in those books. But yeah. Oh Maybe right, this like, is oh, the prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel. Maybe he die. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Maybe. They faked it. I mean, they didn't actually show all those people stabbing him and shit. Right. So. Right. <laughs> Well, uh, Alright, so, yeah. Yeah. so the the, uh, the short version of this one is that uh, <laughs> I guess this one's less a little bit less complicated, maybe. It uh, this, yeah. yeah. When when uh, the woman who becomes our lady vengeance, she is so allegedly responsible for murdering a child that she was in in care of and goes to jail, comes out, reveals that she didn't actually kill the kid. She was forced to take the fall because a child killer had basically kidnapped her daughter and said, I'm going to kill your kid unless you take the fall for this kid that right. I killed. Right. right. So she goes to jail, comes out, her daughter is safe as far as she knows, and then she goes after the guy that had sent her to jail at that point, which is played by the uh, Min Sik Choi, 
who was uh, got his tongue reattached and and now he just kills kids because he's pissed off about the whole thing. Exactly. He's like, made me fuck my daughter. Now I'm murdering kids, motherfuckers. This movie, uh, like I said uh, before, this is a clear villain. He's there is no oh, kind yeah, of yeah. like. Uh, uh, redemption for this character there's no sympathy for this villain in this one he's, he's no. uh no he's a no child killer yeah the, yeah because yeah. they the annoy him <laughs> yeah the struggle in this one comes from like the families and yeah. like their decision like like even though you hate this person and you know you're forced to sit there and watch what happened to your child which is like did they have to sit through that you might have just told them but <laughs> that was hard man i know yeah Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no yeah that was very hard you're right and uh like the vengeance story in this one yes uh she went to prison for you know taking the rap because of, of you know of uh what's it called um you know he kidnapped her daughter blah 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 but the the moral dilemma was her the vengeance wasn't just hers alone that's why she yep. brought in the families that when she discovered this guy killed more than just one it's like look it's got to be all of our decision to kill this guy yeah. You know, which right. which mm-hmm. was a very cool premise. I thought was it. It wasn't selfish. You know, I think right, right. I think you could argue that once she discovers that he's a child killer and has done this multiple times, that the, she realizes the vengeance isn't hers at all anymore. Because like she shoots right, him when right. he's dead, and that's right. it. You mm-hmm. know, it's out of her hands yeah, now. Yeah, yeah right. because at first I'm right. like, was this an accident that the boy died and he didn't want to go to jail, so she, you know, he forced her to take the rap. But you get this then again throughout the movie. You find out now. Yeah, they reveal it later. Yeah, guy, he videotaped them all, and all for ransom. Again, the whole kidnap for bad and kidnap for good. This yep. is the kidnap for bad uh, yes. scenario, which Mister Vengeance was, you know, that kidnap for good that went awry. So, very cool, very cool, cool. Yeah, because wasn't movie. wasn't he her teacher at some point, and so then he had tried to trick her into getting involved in this kidnapping thing. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Because then she could get money because she was pregnant or whatever. Right, right. And so he obviously just used her to kidnap this kid so he could kill him. Well, it seemed yeah, like that was his like yeah. his his modus operandi. Is he would kidnap them, kill them, and then ask for the ransom. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. With no intention oh. of. Yeah. Exactly. And I think her moral thing too, like she didn't want her big secret out. Too. Wasn't she having sex with the the pastor? Like one of the uh, the religious guy at the very beginning, wasn't that his daughter also? Like, did, were they having an affair? You remember? Uh, remember the guy with the the, the weird hair? The, the oh yeah! Hair? Oh yeah! Yeah, know, yeah! Yeah! I don't know if he was, yeah. if they were boning or not. I think, to be honest with you. No, well, the only the only thing they ever said about who the father was when she was on the phone at the uh-huh. I don't know they were at the aquarium or something and then she she called it was like way early called right, which was Mr. Bake and then she said something like oh I can't go live with him he's just a boy and he's not ready for fatherhood or something uh, okay. So that was my takeaway. Was I was trying to figure out like was there some sort of father or something, and that was just completely thrown yeah, away. I thought it was the dude at the very beginning that met her at the prison and trying to like look, let's start over. Um, because throughout the he was stalking her kind of deal. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah. About yeah. It, and you know, and she was like, go fuck yourself, you know. And, yeah. and he was like, you changed, you know. <laughs> like he, you know, she was having an affair with the older man. That's what I was trying to yeah i thought i was getting out of it but oh um, yeah there could be more to it no she just didn't want to eat his tofu yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit on my face that shit is gross 
it is interesting that the film like begins and ends with that ideal of the the purity of the white tofu and the white cake and like yeah i don't know the significance of that the way i took is she can't eat at the beginning because she knows she's about to go down a path of sin but at the Mm -hmm. end she can accept finally accept that purification and and because she's right. done with it she can just be the mother she's wanted to be this whole time yes yeah yeah i, I, I agree and i'd rather smash it against my face than actually eat that shit <laughs> <laughs> if i had to eat that cake one more fucking time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah tofu is just weird yeah, yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i like some vegetarian food but not that stuff. Uh, no, this and this one it, it it bounces back and forth so much with the the past and the future and the present, the past, mm-hmm. the future, present. It's kind of all over the place with that. But I, I do think that they do a good job of of letting you know who everyone is in those scenarios. So it's not it's not as hard to follow, but it it does get a little bit kind of all over the place too like he really does like doing that type of jumping timelines and showing you the way things got to what they are yeah through that type of exposition i feel yeah. like yeah yeah it's when she went in yeah it's that at the beginning of the film she's this character and instead of like showing us how she got to that character we we kind of like i said i always say reference that we scorsese it backwards a little bit here and there mm-hmm. and we kind of get tidbits here and there and then you kind of put all two and two together because that method really keeps you glued to the screen. It really kind of makes you pay attention and just like, holy shit, I, I can't look away. I've got it. What is this? Who is this? What's going on? Yeah. Because there's information throughout the whole thing instead of just a linear progression um, like the first movie, you know? Sure, and sure. And what this movie did great for me, I love like the fact that when she went into prison, she was broken, fragile, and she made everybody in there or her little group of girls that she was rooming with, she made everybody believe in her like she's this strong you know awesome person that when she got out when she got released they all kind of looked at her like oh you're 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 doing this plan it's an effect that you know uh, uh you know she had like proved herself and she became a like this bigger than life person to everybody else like she transformed yeah yeah well she she used her like charm and and wits to kind of befriend herself to all these people in jail right and i don't know enough about what korean prisons are like but when I was watching what their this women's prison that she went to for like murdering a child, I'm like, this prison seems pretty fucking loosey goosey. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're just like all in one room. There's no guards. Yeah. They got like spas and shit. Yeah, they like, got a damn jacuzzi. Yeah, what, I don't understand what this prison is all about. I'm like, is this another one of those private prisons like we saw in Old Boy? Is that what this is? <laughs> it's like he just paid her to kidnap her for 13 years to run with a bunch of other women. <laughs> it's like but the, yeah, the one it's a very thing, weird person like like essentially the, this woman in the prisons essentially she's a rapist yeah but right and <laughs> our main character i don't remember i don't remember her name but she like takes soap to the floor yeah and just <laughs> makes this woman eat absolute shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> I laughed way too hard at that scene, but <laughs> yeah, well, because they—it's again—it's so clever the way he does it. You—you you just kind of—you see this figure in the background doing something, right. yeah, during this this disturbing, <laughs> odd sex scene that he likes to put in these movies. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here comes the fucking weird sex scene again. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, 
And I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to look at this. What the hell's going on in the background? It's all blurry. I can't see. You know, I'm, I'm trying not to pay attention to what's happening in the foreground. Right. <laughs> and then they just show her walking away, and she fucking eats shit, like Matt yeah. said. And then she sneaks back in and smiles and shows she's palming a bar of soap. And you're like, oh, you sneaky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's really interesting that, like, in the prison, she's very charming and very likable and very much a people yeah. person. And when yeah. she comes out, she's darker and more right. stoic. And I think yeah. that who Red she really is... On. Yeah, I think who she really is is the girl that was in the prison, the nice person that everybody loved. Yeah, but she has yes. to become this person to finish the job. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because everybody yeah. keeps telling you, you've changed. Like even the, her cellmates, in in a way, when she mm-hmm. came, like uh, you, you're uh, you're not the per- you're a different person. And I heard one right, right. The one girl was said, so she must have a relationship within the prison. She said, uh, oh, you're gonna go through this plan. Like you're you're doing this, you know. Yeah, yeah. They kept saying like you look different. Yeah. Asking about the red eyeshadow. It's like a ritual. Everyone she would say that she, so she can. Well, yeah, because everyone would say that she would look like she was so kind-hearted or whatever, and so right. she wanted to wear the red eyeshadow to make herself look different and look mean, I yep. guess, not kind-hearted. Yeah. But I, I like that character arc. They have this this great contrast of her. Yeah. And it's it's almost the, in a way sort of a hypnotism that she ends up endearing herself to these people so much that when she meets them on the outside, they're like, yeah, I'll do anything for you. Yep. yep. Yeah. You know, but she, she like, gives the one person a kidney, which we see again. Right. Is a, a common theme in these movies. Yes. Like, is he ripping himself off again with the kidney thing? <laughs> you couldn't pick a different organ, man? What the fuck? Big problem in Korea. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kidney At least they were the same blood type. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, I mean, they, you know, she does that. They have... The, she she saves the woman who's getting attacked by this uh, this gorilla lady. What they <laughs> no. call the witch. <laughs> by poisoning her with bleach and shit. For three years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. The gorilla lady. <laughs> you know, she, oh she had God. kind of a gorilla, like, thing going on with yeah, the hair her, and stuff. Her, her introduction is... Uh, oof. Yeah. Pretty good. First of all, she trips everybody that comes into the jail. Yeah. I know. I'm just a dick. And then she's like, take off my pants. <laughs> take off my pants. Yeah. Take off my pants. She opens her leg, yeah. make her look at her, and she's all, say hi to each other. <laughs> yeah. This is your new uh. best friend. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, again, I don't know enough about how that would... I mean, I get how it works, obviously, but, like, would it really be that much better than just doing it to yourself? Like, if somebody's unwillingly doing it, is it going to be that good? Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's she's going to have teeth out and shit. She's not even trying hard. Like, it's that you're basically just go. rubbing her face against you. Like, yeah. You got you to search your dog. That doesn't even seem like it's that worth it. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess I'm not into dominating people, so that's the difference. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a weird depiction of the way the prison works, but it works for the way that they set up that she develops all these connections with people and that they help her out later to execute this plan and everyone knows about it. And she's so casual when she gets out of jail about just telling people that like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm I was you know went to jail for killing somebody. I'm gonna kill somebody else. I killed someone when I'm in jail. Like, yeah. And everyone's like, oh shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, well, tell me later. <laughs> I like, too, like, how, like, the prison stuff, even though there's some crazy stuff going on there, it's so wild and, like, out of, like, doesn't feel like it takes place in reality, and it acts as almost, yeah. like, a comic relief to the movie, while also progressing the story. Right, yeah. Right. 
Yeah, because it gets her her helpers and, and her contacts. But it just doesn't seem to take place in reality because everyone's just so over the top and crazy. I know. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty funny the way that, uh, that they do all that. And then there's a scene where like, her face is shining and stuff like that. And it's like, this yeah, is weird. Yeah, they saw her as an angel or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there, there's definitely a lot of that. And I, I wonder if... Um, uh, you know, to bring up the social commentary from this one, if this has something to do with with like women's empowerment or, or something of that nature, where you know women have to, I guess, in a way, shed this this image of being like the weak victim that has to take the fall or be responsible for everything and become like the stronger, more sure. powerful thing to to kind of conquer and and become the king. Because we basically see her. She goes through all this stuff. To, to me, this is the one that has the closest thing to a happy ending. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In, in a yeah, way, like, yeah. obviously all these people are damaged by the fact that they have to do this and that they've lost loved ones and everything, but she she has this symbolic moment of, like, asking for the forgiveness of her sins and wanting to be a good person and to live with her daughter who's not dead now and yeah. <laughs> yeah. she didn't have sex with her, so... <laughs> <laughs> this little girl didn't get, didn't die or didn't have any adults have sex with them. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a happy ending right there. I would be really curious <laughs> to know that when Park Chan Wook made Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, if he knew it was going to be a trilogy, right? Because it does seem as though the arc, you know, builds to Lady Vengeance, which, like you said, does have a happy ending, and that's like the happy ending of the trilogy. You know, it's like right. there's the moment where it's like there's the brevity. It's you're done. You know, <laughs> well, it's almost like he rebooted his film three times. Mm. You know, he oh, I'm do yeah, it better. Right. Oh, I'll do it better. You know, right, right. Yeah, like he Evil Dead Two did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like is he making the same movie but different? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He did it three times. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he fucking tricked me again. <laughs> you sneaky bastard. The progression, the progression of this film too is like it's very stark because there's a lot of comedy up until like the last thirty minutes when it gets yeah dead yeah. serious. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Then it got not. This ain't funny no more. Yeah. The uh, the family scenes is really rough. Yeah. 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 And it, it, right. it did kind of remind me of, like, a Hereditary a little bit, where, like, you know, the scene when the mother finds the dead body. Um, just that, like, yeah. loss of a child and how brutal that is and how hard it is to accept that. You know, it's really stark and really hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, and then right. knowing you got the guy in the next room that's responsible for that, and then you have this thing where it's like, you know, your first instinct is I want to I'll, I'm going to destroy him with my own hands. I want to kill him, but then... You know, then it's like you're not a killer. You know what I mean? Like they had a struggle with that, and I and I saw that struggle, and all those actors did a fantastic job. Like, I'm, oh yeah, it oh, was yeah, almost yeah. like it was almost like they took real footage and they showed us real trauma and and, and real, you know, something real. You yeah, know, it was like that is was yeah, just yeah. A gut punch if there ever was one. Watching his families relive their child's murder, knowing that the guy's next door without any police presence, that you have his life in your hands now. You know, yeah, uh, I thought yeah. it. I thought it played out perfect, honestly. Like they had all Korean conflict. Acting. Yeah, they they had the conflict with taking his life, but they also had the the whole revenge thing going, and it was mm -hmm. it was it was powerful. Like it, it is so crazy. Like it's so crazy. Like just just imagine for a second being you know sitting in this room and mm -hmm. this this woman who you thought 
for so many years killed your child is showing you footage of this teacher. I know. This, yeah. this trusted member of the community murdering your children and then being like, oh, he's in the next room. Go ahead. Go for it. Kill him. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I, I think about magic yeah. being the next parent. Like you see the first parent react to oh. it and know that know. your child is next. Like you're going to see your child next. Like that know. is yeah. insane to think about. I know that one was so rough too with the the girl with the noose and the, oh. the mom with the like they pull the chair and the mom's fucking chair falls at the same time. Yeah, like yeah. grandma's chair. I think oh. it's uh, art. You could argue that like, what the fuck? it's the roughest moment of the three movies. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it is super uncomfortable. And again, like he, they don't show a ton, but they show some stuff. Where... Mm, enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's there's definitely enough there. Yeah. That it fills in the blanks for you. Ooh. But, yeah. Uh, it seems like that in movies that you go, well, you know what what you know we we talk about how powerful those imagery is and stuff, but it's like you never want to say, oh, it's a good movie because of that, right? Because that is actual like this real life stuff that actually mm -hmm. you know yeah. taken from every day this happens right and 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 all that stuff and you don't want to sit there and be like man that was such a cool entertainment thing because it is at other people's expense you know yeah, yeah it's not a high five moment no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. you know it's it, it, again <laughs> just hung that kid high five <laughs> <laughs> but paul and i talked about this too you know you have to have those kind of powerful scenes to sell the villainous uh, the villainy of the bad guy he you have to be like when he's getting killed and tortured you got you have to feel it as a viewer like you, you're gonna have to applaud that you know and uh and sometimes you have to show you know that that shit absolutely yep. uh all right well why don't we go around and give some final thoughts on this one and uh, oh. just kind of i guess if if you want to include in your final thoughts your kind of thoughts on the whole trilogy and and how you would rank them yeah yeah and we will again start with Matt. We'll put the pressure on him to the first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, man, this movie is fantastic. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a, it's another movie that I love. <laughs> and honestly, like after watching it, it's it's very close with Old Boy. But I mean, oh my God! Like I can see how people would watch this movie and not enjoy it because it does get real fucking real sure. at, at points mm -hmm. but yeah this movie again Park Chan Wook does an amazing job with the camera work and uh, and then of course like the, the editing choices are awesome too yeah right and like this movie is just it, it is the happy moment to this this you know trilogy in a way because right. it does show that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and that there is you know a glimmer of hope in a way but at the same time it's still bleak and you know, fucked up and yeah yeah i i definitely think i needed to rewatch this one uh late later on down the road but yeah this one is an amazing movie so yeah oh. um oh yeah i need to i need to rank the movie sorry <laughs> 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 so for like the bottom like it is really hard, but the bottom, I think, I will put Mr. Vengeance on the bottom, Boo. because, <laughs> because, like, I, again, I love all three of these movies, they're all fantastic, sure, sure. but, yeah, 
Like, I think I'll put Mr. Vengeance in the bottom. Then it's very, really close between the other two, but I think I'm going to put Lady Vengeance, Lady Vengeance, then Old Boy. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it is hard. It's like choosing your favorite candy bar. Right. Or something. <laughs> like, well, just one? Like, there's at least, at least a few that are fucking awesome. But yeah, no, I I agree. It's it's tough. It's not like by saying, "Oh, this is my least favorite." Yeah, that it right. sucks by any means. <laughs> Obviously, you know, you said that you loved all three of them. So, all right, how about you, John? Well, you know, this is my favorite of the three, and I'll always remember the first time I watched it and how like blown away I was. Like mm-hmm. it, it's such an experience of a movie. Like you know, there's certain movies you watch and you walk away and you're like, that was fun. I enjoyed that. But then there's those movies that it's truly an experience. Like mm-hmm. once you watch it, you feel like you, uh, you've been through something and like, it's like, yes. it's yes. changed the way you look at things almost, you know? And like, yeah. whether that be like personally or just filmmaking wise, like, you know, Park Chin Wook, you know, I think one of y'all said that like, uh, he perfected each time he like remade his own movie, and I think that's really yeah. true. You yeah, know, I, I think this is the masterpiece. This is the one that he was building to the whole time. And the fact the last two end with a scene in the snow does kind of make me believe that he didn't plan this out as a trilogy. Because if he did, I think the first one would have as well. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, it's a gorgeous movie. It's so beautifully shot. It's so well acted. You know, the lead, she's amazing. It's she never really went mm-hmm. on to do much else, which is a shame because she's so fantastic in the movie. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it'll put you in the mind of like uh, some like classic like samurai movie, like a Lady Snowblood or something like that. If you've ever seen those movies, um, it is very samurai like. Yeah, it's just a it's just a gorgeous, beautiful experience that you know at the end there is that ray of hope where you know he, she gets mm-hmm. to be with her daughter now and you know she puts the the tofu in her face and she's purified <laughs> of her sins kind of thing. You know, right. Uh, right. It's like yes. my least favorite of the trilogy is Old Boy, and that's saying something because Old Boy is fucking amazing. Right. Yes. And the only problem with Old Boy is that it outshadows the other two movies. <laughs> oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Right. So it go Old Boy, Mr. Vengeance, Lady Vengeance for me. Nice. Had a little mix up. I liked it. Cool. And yeah, at least she put the tofu in her face <laughs> and not the gorilla ladies. Uh, <laughs> lady parts. <laughs> Andre the John is a female. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. She just needed that single strap. Yeah. Fucking black ones. One, one piece of that. Uh, right. But yeah, it could have uh, definitely been worse. She was lucky because she was skinny. Yeah. And, uh, right. That lady only liked uh, <laughs> like the plump ones. So. Right. She liked them thick. <laughs> she said, "Tell her to go eat. She's too skinny." No <laughs> <laughs> weird fucking shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Marco, what do you think? Yeah, um, final thoughts on Lady Vengeance was um, what I wanted to say was uh, this is a movie that I can watch to my for myself. Like, I'm glad I watched it, of course. But, but I'm like one of those things like I watch it so no one else has to because of because of those very real uncomfortable scenes. Like, I don't want, you know, somebody watching it to go through the emotions that I went through watching it. It's like one of those things like I'll do it. I'll watch the car accident. So you don't have to, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird it's a dynamic. Like I, I want my friend watching because it's pretty harsh. But anyway, um, in order, uh, first, I love Lady. I love all three films. Uh, Lady Bench is great. I would, you know, love it. It's right with those. I think as far as liking either one better, their hair difference. You know, these are like so close. If I had to rate them like eight. They were like solid eights, and one would be like maybe Old Boy would be eight point one. 
So I, I would rate Old Boy first, Lady Vengeance, and Mr. Vengeance. And um, you have like this, this, it's a hard thing though because you, you guys say, but Lady Vengeance ended on a good note. And I'm like, yes, I know. And it's like, so it sucks about trying to choose, right? But um, yeah, I love the psychological torture a lot better, or that psychological elements, the hypnotic stuff uh, in Old Boy just was more powerful for me. Uh, was like I said, the biggest, biggest elaborate thing, and in, in, in that whole ending could have went two different ways. It was just fantastic. So you know, uh, very though, very very close. It's not like like Mr. Vengeance is right there though. It's so right. close for me. It's like, again, three same of the same movie. That's that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. Very good. I yeah, I also love this one. Uh, pretty much everything that you guys had already said about it, I think it's it's nice that it changes a lot, but also keeps a lot of the same themes. I think yeah. that's the one thing that I sort of took away is that there 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 is these moments where it seems like he's ripping himself off, but he's using <laughs> these same pieces to tell completely different stories Absolutely. from different perspectives, with obviously very different outcomes in all of them. So uh, for me, the the rating. I was really struggling, and I think I'm actually going to say that Miss Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is my favorite one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of the three, and then Lady Vengeance, and then Old Boy. But I probably would score them all fairly equally. really close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think the the Mr. Vengeance one to me, I love the. To me, it's like a like a mousetrap of unfortunate events. Yeah, it's like the, like the game mousetrap. Or um, I forget the like a, a Rue Goldberg machine. Yeah, right. Of just tragedy. <laughs> It's like the the fucking marble rolls down the hill and bumps into the boot, which kicks the bucket, which tips over the thing to fucking right. perfect. You know, it's, it's yeah. just the series of like because this happened, then that happened, then that happened. And, yeah. Uh, I I think just that one is is a little bit more of a, a linear, tangible type of thing. It doesn't bounce around quite so much. Right. Although there was a weird part in that one where it just went from like, hey, we're going to kidnap this person, and then they're like, we have the kid. I'm like, how the fuck did they kidnap her? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to mention we were talking about that. Uh, They just completely skipped over the entire kidnapping process. We also didn't talk about the weird zooms in Old Boy at the end. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know. There's just some, some, you know, fun things to try out. (laughs) But yeah, again, they're they're all basically the same ranking. It's just I, I think of all of them, I would say the most depressing one is the one that I would probably rewatch. <laughs> again, but uh, yeah, it was it was just cool to go through all these and to kind of put them all up against themselves and and to see these because I feel like if you watch them separately, you're gonna remember some of the stuff, but watching them all in a short span of time like that. You, all those little details that are copied, which I'm sure there's a bunch that I didn't think of, were just like, oh, that was kind of a thing from the other one. Oh, that was kind of a thing right. from the other one. But, right. Yep. But again, just like the same pieces telling all different stories. So. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, this has been a lot of fun to do this yes. with you guys, and yeah. hopefully, when you get your stuff up and running again, then we can we can get together and do some more shows. Absolutely. Oh, this is fun. Uh, yeah, until then, if you want to, just let everyone know your your uh, social media, where to find you, and that type of stuff. Yeah, the main place, uh, Instagram, is where we do the most of our stuff at Sick on Cinema. You can find us there. Sick on Cinema on Facebook. We have a Twitter, but we don't ever use it. So <laughs> it's too much deactivated at this point. Yeah, we not recommend that one. <laughs> <laughs> so no one else takes it. That's why you have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Instagram yeah. is the 
that's the place. That's where we do most of our posting at. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. Very cool. And if, if anyone wanted to uh, catch up with some of your old episodes, your show is on all of the, uh, the usual podcast platforms, I'm pretty sure, too. iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, and there's a couple more. We're working on uh, getting it on Spotify and things like that as well. So Nice. Very good, very good. All right. And uh, as far as for us, we have a couple other things coming up, but, uh, you know, definitely we're always going to be busy with something. And what about uh, do you, you guys going full swing yet with uh, with Star Like Digest, Marco? Yeah, we're uh, well, you know, like uh, celebration. Star Wars Celebration Chicago is in like a month, a little over a month, and we are expecting okay. some like that's where everything's the floodgates are going to open. That's where we're expecting for episode nine right. and um, announcements and tra- maybe a trailer and stuff like that. So we are anticipating that we're going through with a fine comb. All the rumors we're addressing that. And actually, we're going to be starting our Empire Strikes Back, the greatest movie of all time, uh, commentary. <laughs> nice. Very good. And uh, as far as for this show, we obviously know where to find the show. But if you keep up with our social media on Instagram and Facebook, and also with all of our podcast network friends at the Legion Podcast Network, the Raw Live and Unedited Podcast Network, and the Patterson Podcast Network. I think that will do it for tonight. So thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you guys next time.
Every action is a sign of thing. We call this mother of man. This is the best.